Welcome to Remember Me by Intervivos, the show about living life to its fullest, leaving a legacy, and deciding how you will be remembered. And now, your humble team of expert planners, taking the legal world by storm. Hi, welcome to Remember Me, and uh, happy Pioneer Day for those of you who, uh, who celebrate Pioneer Day here in Utah. It's a, it's a big deal. And uh, we're going to talk a lot about, you know, we've been talking for the last couple of weeks about uh, your your legacy, how you're how you're remembered in the sense of, you know, what you perpetuate and the stories that you tell. Um, and there's some great pioneer stories uh, in my family that you know, we're very proud of, actually, of people who crossed the plains, people who were involved in, uh, you know, the, the founding of the country. And stuff Are you like got that. Founding fathers in, or founding countries? Well, not founding? yeah, yeah. From from way back then, way but back. not necessarily. Well, that's you interesting. Know, I haven't heard this part of it. Important, uh, you know, figures per se. But um, you know, here in in Salt Lake, there's a, there's a museum for family history. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And if you go there, uh, anybody who's planning on visiting Salt Lake, or maybe you're in Salt Lake and you haven't been to the museum, um, they have a wall where you can see a huge family tree. You can pull up. I think it's digital. You could pull up your own family tree. Uh-huh. And then, you know, it actually, you know, now with te- technology, uh, th- they're able to link, you know, each profile of a person to different documents and, you know, their marriage certificate, their birth certificate, their, you know, their picture of the gravestone, that sort of thing. But if you think about it, you know, in the future, what is this going to look like? I remember, you know, thinking through, you know, in the future, you're going to look at the bottom and see, you know, who's there and, and it'll just compound, just explode with all kinds of different connections because you have, you know, social media accounts, Facebook and all the pictures that are then linked to your social media and your blogs and all this information that we have on people and what their lives are like that we never had before. Imagine if you could click on George Washington and all of a sudden you have you know, his personal stories from his blog and, you know, all these like That'd things that have been written about him, pictures yeah. and social media and all kinds of. And you could probably see how he connects all the way down through. Yeah. You know? And you could see if he actually connects to your family. That'd be kind of an interesting thing to see. So, so there's some really cool things that I think, you know, modern technology is really revolutionizing the space of family history. And, you know, a lot of the companies that are in that space, Ancestry and others, are uh, really taking advantage of the technology and how that's changing things. And today we wanted to explore, you know, what does it really mean to have a digital persona and a digital legacy that you can leave beyond yourself? Because, you know, when you die, your online accounts don't just disappear. They go on forever. They go on forever. And a lot of times people who have passed away, they still have their Facebook accounts. Why? It may be because they wanted it to be that way, but a lot of times it's because... Nobody knows how to take it down. You know, my sister-in-law passed away, and I kept getting um, notices from her, you know, wish her happy birthday or wish her, you know, these kinds of things from Facebook or for LinkedIn, from LinkedIn and things Mm -hmm. like that. Because, like you said, nobody knew how to take care of it. And uh, finally, I'm not getting those anymore because my my niece took care of it. Well, the reality is it's not easy to take care of. Well, it's not. And and there's been actual – there's been – multiple lawsuits because it's a question of privacy right right and so there's been multiple lawsuits where uh in the situations sometimes it's not that big of a deal sometimes it's a really big deal 
imagine the Facebook uh, profile of the teenager who, you know, said goodbye, cruel world, right, before he took his own life, right? And that's the last post that's on there. And you can't get that profile taken down because right. they don't want to give you access. And there was, you know, multiple uh, cases that happened this way, you know, with uh, MySpace, Yahoo, uh, Facebook. And in most of these cases, the provider of the services wins. It's not the family. And that's that's tragic because, you know, the family, it's it's just an insult to injury. If, if they can't take care of you know, get rid of it because it, it's going on and on and on. It's just a constant reminder of, you know, a tragedy. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it's sad because we say, well, can't something be done? But at the same time, we wouldn't want the consequences either of them compromising on the, you know, on the privacy True. or on the confidentiality of our accounts. But at the same time, you know, it just underscores the importance of planning ahead of time and making sure that these things are addressed. You know, nobody can access somebody else's digital account, whether it's online banking or something as simple as your email account without your permission. If they do, it's a it's a federal felony. Right. And so, you know, for you to allow somebody even after your death to access your account, you have to do that proactively. You have to plan for that and give them permission to do that. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And it's hard. It's hard because, you know, you don't want to plan for these things. And sometimes you put things online, you know, you think it's just a joke. You just think something, but all of a sudden something happens and then it's there forever. Nobody can take care of it. Nobody can take it down. And maybe it's something you didn't want. You want to just put it up temporarily. You know, maybe it's a little jab at somebody. We've made, we've created the monster. We have. And it just keeps feeding the beast. Yeah. Because it just goes on and on. Because like you said, nobody can take care, take it down without consent. Well, and there's, you know, there's a lot of issues that have come up over the years in this space. Everything from, you know, sexting, right? Mm, Where absolutely. It seems innocent. And then all of a sudden a picture shows up and now, you know, it could be, it could be even criminal. Right. Yeah, and it shows up in political campaigns and things like that, you know, and, 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 you know, that sort of thing to, like you said, bullying, cyberbullying, right? Absolutely. You make a comment and all of a sudden, maybe you didn't even mean it. Maybe it was just joking, but it's there and you can't get rid of it. Right. Yeah, and that's, that's sad because, you know, you, you know, you make mistakes as kids. When I was a kid, you could make a mistake and say, sorry, and you're all done because we didn't have the digital Media. We didn't have that media. You you know, you say forgive and forget, but the Internet doesn't forget. It never forgets. <laughs> so, um, so there's all these kind of ripples that happen with these uh, accounts. But, you know, and on the plus side, um, for our convenience, there's so many things that have turned digital nowadays. Um, but then again, if you don't plan for those things, then they're lost too. You know, back in the day, and and a lot of you know my my grandparents and and others um, have the they still have kind of the impression, the feeling that when you have pictures, they need to be printed, and then you know only one person. Ha- well, you know, you need to have a copy of this picture because you yeah. know something happens to our house or whatever, and it's going to burn down, and you won't you know ever be able to have this picture, right? Well, nowadays, we don't really, I mean, everybody shares the pictures because it's digital and you can upload it somewhere and everybody has it, right? You know, it's interesting because we just took pictures. I just took pictures of, uh, we've had some champion horses, grand champions, and I just took pictures of uh, our horse and our parents, my parents' uh, property back in the 70s. Yeah. You know, they had had the big picture there, but I've got that picture on my phone now. 
Yeah. And my brother took pictures of it too. So you know. Now so now everything's on. digital and it's easy to share. But on the on the on the opposite side, if you don't keep access, if somebody doesn't have a login to be able to get into those accounts, then all of that's lost. Absolutely. So you know sometimes we think we kind of lull ourselves into a false sense of security and thinking that it's stored online somewhere, so we don't have to worry about what happens to it. Uh, but the reality is that if we had an emergency and something happened to us, it may be more easily lost than if we had the physical. Absolutely. Now, I had a hard drive that I, I stored. I had about uh, four years of my life on there from work because I, I didn't trust my computer, so I stored yeah. it on an off, you know, just a regular hard drive. And then I accidentally reformatted it. I thought I lost ex everything. Ex yeah, it's that feeling. everybody knows that feeling, right? It was a panic. Oh, that was panic. <laughs> Total panic. But fortunately, I had a good friend that was able to find that stuff for me. And he just gave it to me all back in raw data, so I had to reform, you know, reorganize it. But, oh, my heck, it was, it was just panic. I felt like my whole life had been, you know, lost. Well, and, the, and that's kind of what it boils down to. It is. Because, you know, so much of our life nowadays happens in digital form. And if you were to just, you know, have a computer crash or if you, you know, lose your, your backup, then everything's gone. It's gone. And, you know, my, my friend told me, if you don't have it, if it's something important, you want to have it saved at least two at least two places. Yeah. So he said three would be better. So I've got two other hard drives. I save everything from my, my computer onto those. Well, and then just making it, you know, making the family aware of what you have and where it's at. Absolutely. Because, you know, they they may not they may not think anything is on your laptop. Right. Oh, well, it's a laptop, but it's not just a laptop because the laptop may have passwords and everything for all kinds of accounts. And sometimes people don't even know what assets their loved ones owned. Absolutely right. I, I think of what all my wife does and I think oh my heck, I've got I've actually got to start doing this and start getting the passwords and everything and start understanding what she does because she does a lot. We handled a probate once uh, where, you know, the the person had passed away their partner was trying to figure out what she owned and uh everything was in you know this online banking accounts and stuff and the only way to be able to get the information to get to the accounts was on the laptop and there was no password to be able to get into the laptop so we had to take it to someone you know to, to be able to, to yeah break in and be able to get the information from it and uh you know as part of the probate but uh, super important to keep track of. So we'll, we'll explore this more when we come back. Uh, this is Remember Me, and we'll, we'll see you in just a couple minutes. Legal. We're a refreshingly different type of law firm. Other law firms charge clients by the minute. Sometimes you're afraid to call your lawyer because you're worried about the cost. Not with Peace Legal. You have the option in most cases between hourly billing and flat fee billing. With flat fee billing, you know how much your case will cost up front. One flat fee, no hidden costs, and no charges to speak with your lawyer. We specialize in family law, adoptions, divorce, prenuptial agreements, and enforcement of custody and support orders. We also work with businesses and nonprofits, with planning, contracts, and employment issues. We also handle what we call life law matters. 
years. These are those cases that arise just by living life, buying a home, rental agreements, power of attorneys, and traffic and DUI matters. We have five offices in Orem, Ogden, Salt Lake City, Sandy, and Spanish Fork. Visit us at PeaceLegal.net. That's P-E-A-C-E-L-E-G-A-L.net. Or call us at 801-876-LAWS. That's 801-876-5297. Our consultations are free, and we will always work hard for you. Peace Legal, we're a refreshingly different type of law firm. Hay muchos asuntos de inmigración en las noticias. Hay cambios rápidos que están pasando en la ley. Mi nombre es Alison Johnson y soy abogada con Peace Legal. Trabajo con individuos, familias y empleados en sus asuntos de inmigración. Ustedes tienen derechos y protecciones bajo la ley. No tenga miedo de ejercer sus derechos. Están allí para protegerles y ayudarles. Nuestro sitio de web es peacelegal.com. Net. Tenemos cinco oficinas aquí en Utah, en Ogden, Salt Lake City, Sandy, Orem y Spanish Fork. Si usted desea hablar con un abogado de inmigración, favor de llamar 801-872-3451. Mi nombre es Allison Johnson y el número de teléfono es 801-872-3451. Favor de llamar para una consulta gratis. Hey, this is Stan Ellsworth. Believe it or not, I wrote a book. Yeah, man, it's about the heroes of the American Revolution. Kind of like the motorcycle culture, same mindset and all. You can get yours on Amazon today. So, man, get your Patriot on. Let your spirit of 76 shine loud and proud, baby. Get you some. Renegades and Rebels. That's us, man. Welcome back to Remember Me, the show where we talk about living life to its fullest and deciding how you'll be remembered and leaving a legacy. Uh, we're talking about, you know, our digital assets and how we leave a legacy of digital assets. Nowadays, there's so many things that are digital in, in our world. Um, uh, so recently, not, not too long ago, I signed up for a service that I send in all of my movies and they digitize them and give me access. Right. right. So I, our entire movie collection now, I don't have DVDs. I have it all, you know, streamed mm-hmm. so that I can I can uh, watch them anywhere. Um, but then what would happen if my family loses access to that account? There goes the movie collection. Right. right. Uh, we were talking earlier about, you know, nowadays our money isn't just money anymore. And most of us do online banking. But you may even have cryptocurrency, you know, Bitcoin and, and others. And that has tremendous value. But if somebody doesn't know about it, it can easily be overlooked or easily lost. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's something those things go unnoticed because there's nothing hard in your hand. Yeah. You know, and a lot of, you know, the old school people, they like something physical in your hand. They think it's tan- if it's tangible, it's it's good. These intangibles that. It could be actually more valuable financially than the tangible items. I was talking with a client the other day, and they told me a story about somebody who, um, I don't remember this from the news, but apparently on the news just a few years back, uh, there was a millionaire who had millions of dollars in, in Bitcoin, and he passed away, and he didn't leave access for anybody to be able to get to the account. So his heirs couldn't get to the money. Oh, that's right? terrible. But it's all it's all there. They know it's there. They know that there's a lot of it, but they can't claim the account. Right. That that's gotta be very frustrating for the family. 
So this is, again, like you said, you've got to plan ahead. Yeah. Well, and it's hard because, you know, some of these things are hard to unravel after the fact because especially, you know, I mean, anybody could be transacting business online. So how do you prove your identity if not with your login and password and having permissions to be able to access it? If you don't leave that to somebody, then, you know, maybe with with good reason these companies are suspicious of somebody coming in and trying to claim an account well absolutely and this this goes back to the trust issue as well you know who do you trust who do you trust to actually have access to that and this is where you have to think like you said think ahead plan ahead because would you you know i trust my wife i trust her with everything i have i would give her i do i give her every she has access she knows my phone password so she can get in at any time and same thing with me. You know, I have her phone access, so we can get in, in, you know, back and forth. But it has to, you have to be able to trust them. And I know that's where the um, the companies are coming up with this. You know, we don't want to just give it to you because you say so. You know, they have to. We have to prove to you. Well, and it's scary identity. nowadays. You know, with um, back in the old days, you know, identity theft. Somebody gets a they get a, a new social uh, or well, a fake social or a or a driver's license that, you know, matches yours and they they take your identity. Well, nowadays, you know, if they get access to your accounts, for all intents and purposes, they're you online. Absolutely. And, and you can't prove otherwise. Yeah. And and so, you know, it's scary sometimes. Um, but, but then the other thing to consider is, you know, now that we have so much that happens digitally, um, you know, it comes up in the in the online dating sort of format where people talk about, well, how do you know that that's even a woman, right? Absolutely. Maybe an old guy in Russia, right? We don't know. Well, you know, that's what they say. Your online persona is so much different than your real life. Right. And you can make your online look any any way you want. But but the, but the other thing to consider is, you know, even after we die, those accounts can continue. If we want our persona, our digital persona to live on after us we can actually set that up and you know we're getting to the point now with uh with actors that they're recording their voices and the the different voice inflections and stuff where they can actually take an actor who's been deceased and they can put them into a movie now if they have the rights for it because they have their image and they have their voice and they can digitally recreate them i saw that on hawaii 50 they did that with the uh Jack London, I think is his name. Jack Lord. They, they did that, and he came back, and he was actually in the show, his voice and everything. Wow. It was really cool. So, right. I mean, th- that's the type of thing that they can do nowadays, and it's just going to get more impressive in the future. And um, so I don't know if you've watched uh, – we were talking earlier about this movie, but um, the, the the movie is Ready Player One. And, of course, being, you know, uh, in the estate planning world, the first thing I think of is estate planning. But, <laughs> but that movie is completely about estate planning. It is. Um, you know, the creator of this whole digital world, the digital universe that everybody plugs into and they, you know, they play and they have their little avatars that's them. And, you know, to a large extent, they forget about the real world because uh, why worry about the real world when everybody spends their time in the digital world? Um but the, but the whole premise of the story is that he created this entire you know world to live on after him and his own persona is in there and he programmed it to basically you know find an heir and leave it all to um but he's actually in the game and then when the main character finds him they interact and they have a conversation 
as if it was actually him. Yeah, and that, that's an interesting concept because uh, I think that, you know, you see this. I watch uh, Krypton, and uh, in Krypton they have these personas that interact with, you know, with uh, the now people. The, these people have passed away, and they were created years and years and years ago. Yeah, they're like the Chris, like in yes. the Superman, the crystals. Yeah. They come out and talk to you. Yeah, yeah. yep, that kind of thing. We, we think we always think that that's sci-fi. That's in the future, but it's starting now. It's starting now. It's starting now. And and you know our Facebook profiles and everything uh, can continue on after us. And by the way, maybe there's a good reason for that because uh, if if you're making money online, if you have a YouTube account that's making money or a blog that's Absolutely. making money, you want that money to continue for your family Absolutely. and somebody can continue that for you. Same thing with celebrities, right? If, uh, Michael Jackson was one of the story, saddest stories about, you know, a loss to an estate because he didn't have a proper plan. A lot of the shows and the rights to his music and that sort of thing, the royalty stopped because the contracts weren't done properly and his estate planning wasn't done properly, but it doesn't have to stop. It can continue and somebody can continue it for you. And didn't they uh, actually go in somebody, I think his family went in and actually redid that. So his estate is actually paying now on some things on some, on some, but some of it, they couldn't because it was just lost. And you know, in Vegas, they have a show that's a Michael Jackson show. That's all digitized now. I mean, he's gone, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's all, you know, uh, simulation and digital and, you know, that sort of thing is a reality today. Yeah. Right. It's just really interesting to to think about that because like you said, the future is really now it's happening now. And, you know, years ago, Nat King Cole and Natalie Cole, uh, Natalie Cole actually had this done where the, she sang a duet with her deceased father. And they did this on, on TV. Uh, it was one of the awards shows. And it was really kind of cool. But that was years ago. And now the technology is so much different. Yeah. That it can go on and on. And how you protect that. And, how, you know, that's another thing. It's digital assets. They can be transferred. They, you can, they can be inherited by the heirs. Yeah. And that's that's something that I don't think a lot of people understand. Well, if you've done your estate plan and you haven't addressed digital assets, that's something you definitely need to think about. And especially if you have significant digital assets um, that you're aware of. I I have a client that has, you know, a huge collection of uh, quilting patterns. Mm. She came up with them herself, and there's just hundreds of files of these quilting quilting patterns and there ha- that has value right if right. not if not real value it has value for whoever gets it right but it's on her computer and if nobody knows about it it'll be forgotten about and nobody will even know right yeah my daughter she's 16 and she is a digital artist she's oh my she's just fantastic but she's going to toshikon She's going to be selling there, mm-hmm. but she has all her stuff on her computer. Yeah. Well, so, and imagine if we if we could go back to some of the great artists and find their work, right, in digital format, well, how valuable that would be nowadays. Yeah. Um, but the, the people nowadays who are creating that type of art and don't plan around it, right, they're missing out on huge opportunities to be able to preserve that value for the future. Absolutely. So next week, um, we're going to actually explore how do you actually transfer your digital assets to the next generation? What's the proper way to do it? 
and uh, we're hoping to have a special guest on. But, uh, you know, if you're considered doing your planning, make sure that you plan around your digital assets and we can help with that. This show is sponsored by InterVivos Estate Planning Solutions. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, it's 801-477-1570. Again, 801-477-1570. Thanks for plugging in with us today. Uh, this was Remember Me and, again, talking about your digital life and your digital afterlife. <laughs> digital afterlife. I like that. <laughs> That's a nice thing. So plug in with us next week. Thanks for joining. 